listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels, where we collaborate with trusted brands going against the grain and actually using real ingredients our body can recognize. I'm excited to introduce all of you listening today to a clean snack dipper startup brand, and they're called Sunny. This is a great addition to your refrigerator for every time you need a snack in between moments. Now, my kids love this product. I told them, hey, kids, I'm going record the podcast with the two ladies who started the company that have those awesome crackers and hummus and their eyes got so big. They're excited. But I'm going to be bringing you guys behind the scenes of why we love this brand. I'd like to welcome the Sunny co-founders, Katie Tucker and Lisette Howard to our podcast. Good morning. Good afternoon, ladies. How are you? Great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. Of course. Let's start with the current state of kid food, right? When you go down the grocery aisle, I mean, kids are bombarded with characters, with sports figures, lots of marketing on these packages. And it's really confusing. But I know you guys have kids. I have kids. And so this is something we're all battling. But what is it most parents see as on-the-go food for kids? They consist of crackers like goldfish. And there's so many bars, right? Why Why do you guys think these this stuff is full of all these scary ingredients? Yeah. You know, one of the... Um so we started the company, obviously I have three boys, Katie has three girls, and we started the company because it was, we'd go to the grocery store and realize we can find ourselves fresh salad, we can get our babies fresh baby food now, dogs fresh dog food, and then we went to go get our kids stuff from the grocery store, and it was either that center aisle full of goldfish or, you know, Pokemon branded snack pack that was just full of junk. And, you know, we did a lot of research into what ingredients were in all of those and like the characters that kids gravitated towards. And we really just wanted to create something that was fresh, approachable, clean for parents that they could feel good about that had a fun character on it, but wasn't deceiving in what actually was in it. Okay. So what it got y'all into making snacks for kids? Do you have a background in cooking? Well, it's funny you ask that. I mean, both Lisette and I love to cook and like we always talk about how we enjoy yummy food, love going out to eat, love cooking for our families. And when it came to the ages where our kids were entering elementary school and preschool, packing lunches and snacks for three kids is extremely tiring and exhausting. I think we can all agree with that. We did the math for three kids. It's thirty over 3,200 snacks and lunches a year you're going to make. So yeah, cooking gourmet food is really fun, but packing lunches is not. But yeah, Lisette and I both went to cooking school for sure. Just really are interested in, we always say it's really fun to make food that is delicious, but also happens to be healthy, which is what kind of what we built with Sunny with really approachable flavor profiles. 
we didn't make like a quinoa wrap. We decided to make pizza and tacos. So it's stuff that every family across America can relate to, but happens to be made with a balance of healthy fiber, protein, and fats to help you actually feel great when you eat it versus feeling really bloated and sodium ridden when you eat like a bag of pirate booty or goldfish. Yeah, for sure. So tell me this. Let's talk about you guys' ingredients because I think that's truly what makes you stand out. And Mm -hmm. before we started this podcast, I know you guys did a pitch yesterday and it seems as though you were picked as the winner. So congratulations on that for your idea in this holistic or clean eating, which it's on the rise, it's exponentially growing. And so I'm grateful to bring companies like you guys to the surface and let consumers know, hey, this is what you're looking for. This is where you need to get this stuff. But most people don't realize that when they're looking at snacks at the grocery, that the crackers that are in here actually aren't good for us. Mm -hmm. And there actually is a reason why your kid is always screaming for a snack. They are cranky, potentially experiencing ADHD symptoms. Symptoms. And it's a lot of these emulsifiers, these fillers, these gums, these enriched flowers. How do your crackers stand out amongst the others? Yeah, our um, our crackers are a cassava flaxseed cracker. Um, everything in it is organic. So we have organic avocado oil, organic flaxseed, organic cassava flour, a little bit of coconut sugar, just like a pinch of it and some sea salt. And for us, when we were creating not only the cracker, but everything, we wanted to take like a really fine tooth comb to it. So everything that we do, you know, has a balance of protein, fiber and and fats. But for us, like cracker specific, like we wanted to create something like that wasn't masquerading as being healthy. So we wanted to take a really close look at the oils that we were using. So most crackers on the market, you'll see are using canola oil, sunflower oil, and so forth. And so for us, it was really important to swap that out. That was something that was better for you. So that's why we use avocado oil. Okay. For those listening, do you have any anything to say? Like, What are the cons of using canola and sunflower oil? Because to a lot of people, that sounds like vegan or vegetarian, and mm-hmm. they've never been taught that oils were harmful. So like, what do you guys know about those oils? Yeah, they're inflammatory oils that, you know, can make the kids cranky and so forth and bloated. Yeah, it's just simple, Jen. It's stuff you talk about too, but just they're inflammatory and also just they kind of leave a film in your body. They're not clean. They're not going to rinse your body clean. So, you know, when you eat one of our crackers, you don't have that like sensation in your mouth where it's like there's a film inside your mouth. They're, they wash down your throat clean. Okay. And then as far as cassava flour, what makes cassava flour any better than, I mean, I think most of, you know, if you're looking at goldfish, Mm -hmm. you're looking at Ritz crackers, you're looking at what enriched and bleached flours. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So cassava flour, and we use an organic Brazil cassava flour. And we're very specific about where we source our cassava from because not all cassava is the same. For us, the way this cassava flour bakes up, it bakes up crispy. Cassava, it comes from a root vegetable, right? It's a root. And if you look at the marketplace, you're going to see a lot of crackers out there that are gluten-free, but they're made of rice or almond flour. So two are very controversial ingredients. And I think you probably agree, Jen, with nuts. Nuts, I mean, we're trying to keep it school safe. And with rice, rice has a lot of stigma associated with it as well. So cassava is kind of like that one ingredient that we can all kind of like agree is a very clean, it's a root vegetable. It has 
a lot of like an interesting vitamins in it. So if you look at our label, you're going to see you're going to be getting some iron from that cassava root vegetable. So this is just some of the choices that we made along the way. As Lisette said, it all started with ingredients when we built the brand. And not only the ingredients, but the ratios. So like the protein, fiber, and healthy fat combo. And I will say, it's I think it's interesting to note that we brought in Jill Castle, who's one of America's leading pediatric dietitians as an advisor to our company when we launched. Jill's advised companies such as Once Upon a Farm and Brainiac Kids and a few other brands around kind of creating those nutrition profiles that you see out there. And Jill has been super helpful in helping us create that balanced product that makes adults and kids alike feel their best when they eat it. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, that is, you mentioned Once Upon a Farm. Someone sent me a message about that. And it's just like, yeah, they say, can you tell me if this is clean? And really, you guys, that's all you got to do is go look at the label of Once Upon a Farm and look at the label of, say, Gerber or any of the others out there. Just compare it. Like, game changer. You know, you're eating real food. Same thing at Sunny is like, you see the difference. You see the avocado oil. And if you look at other snacks, you're going to see that canola oil. And so it's truly elevated level of ingredients. It is more costly, which I do think we need to acknowledge because you probably get it. And I'm here to let you know that I am on the front line. The arrows are thrown at at me constantly of everything you are recommending is more expensive. And so what has happened is from my perspective is the food companies have figured out how to use fake food, number one, right? And drive down the cost of this non or very lack of nutrients type of ingredients. And so we're essentially eating fake food and fake food is very cheap. Mm -hmm. And also what most people don't realize is when you give your kids or yourself this quote unquote, fake food, this inexpensive food, right? Say it's goldfish, say it's crackers, say it's pretzels, that type of thing. Your kid is going to be more hungry. Why? Because Mm -hmm. their blood sugar is going all over and they're eating ingredients their body don't recognize. And so you're actually buying more food over time. You're having to give them more food. They're screaming for snacks. I know when I go pick up my kids at school, if they go to aftercare, they're just like mm-hmm. slinging Rice crispy Treats, Goldfish, mm-hmm. Bunions, Doritos, and all the kids are screaming, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, as they're eating snacks, and it just crushes me on the inside. How do you feel about that? Oh, I know. It hurts. I feel the same. Same, same, same. I have had, yeah, my uh, my bouts with my three daughters about those Funyuns that get tossed to them at snack time. Yep. Um, how do I feel about it? I feel, um, I just feel like in, like you said it, Jen, like in America, we're just constantly kind of conditioned to believe that this is okay, mm-hmm. that it's okay to feed our families these foods. And, you know, it's kind of time to disrupt that. And that's part of the reason why we decided to, to start this company and to kind of get to the root of it and make sure that we have something else. And I think what the biggest issue is there really hasn't been anything else that families could turn to. And so it just became kind of this, well, if I don't have any other options, I'm just going to keep doing what I've always done. And uh, that's kind of like our mission, which is to think giving parents something to reach for that is different. And kind of going back to your question or I would say your statement that it is more expensive. You know, one of the things that we're trying to do as we scale the company up is to make it more affordable. Yeah. So we look to be in mainline grocery stores, you know, in the next couple of years so that you could find us in a Walmart or, you know, 
bigger box stores and find it at a price that you actually feel good about. You know, I know what it's like. I have three kids and it's expensive, but it's all about choices you make, right? So making the choice to kind of prioritize better for you products maybe takes a bit more of your wallet share, but over time that does pay off. Right. You might go to the doctor less. You might have Mm -hmm. less headaches, less, you know, Mm -hmm. dealings with IBS, something like that. So what I love about your product is that it is touching on what most people scream about healthy eating, which is convenience. They say, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, most people think to eat healthy and to eat clean, they're eating grilled chicken and saute or steamed vegetables. When in reality, no, I tell people, hey, listen, you can actually eat the food you love and feel good. Meaning if you love crackers, guess what? Sunny has the crackers. Mm -hmm. If you love hummus, they have the clean hummus. If you love, you know, the pizza dipper where you have the sauce and the cheese and the crackers, this is it. It's actually overcoming all of those choices that make us or have conditioned us to believe it is healthy and understanding what you're looking for in a cracker, what you're looking for in a sauce, what you're looking for in hummus. So it takes the same amount of time, right? If your kid wants a snack, you pull it out of the refrigerator, you open it. If you have to have a snack on the way to school, on the way to carpool, on the way to work, or maybe you're in a meeting between something, that's all you got to do is grab a sunny snack and it's very achievable. Yes. We always say that we're at the intersection of convenience and nutrition. True. I love it. Okay. So how did you guys come up with your own recipe? What was that like? Yes. Any taste testers? Oh my gosh. We have lots of those at home. I think so. It first started with the concept. So it was like, okay, pizza, tacos, hummus, like how do we, what do we want to stand for in terms of like the products? And then we did bring in a food technologist, a food scientist that helped us kind of working into those nutrition panels, right? The fiber, the fat, the healthy, all the protein and all that piece. He helped us kind of narrow into a recipe that incorporates fruits, vegetables, and basically has all the balance that we needed. So when we were working on the panels themselves, we'd say, ooh, like this ingredient choice is a little bit too high in sodium. Let's remove it or take it down. Okay, this ingredient is going to give us the fiber that we want, so let's add that in. So honestly, it was starting with the flavors and then working the panels in such a way that it gave us the look that you see today, which is something that really on paper, it looks great. The ingredient list looks great. And then when you actually eat it, you feel great. Okay. Are you guys um, trying to come out with more flavors or stick with just this? Kind of what's the plan with that? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Or the ideas. Yeah. I'm, I'm like glowing because I'm excited about our newest flavor we're coming out with next month. Oh my gosh. What is that? Yeah. So it's, to our, it's our turn to pay tribute to the classic PB&J. <gasps> oh, my kid's favorite. Yeah. 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 So we have a, it's our jam dipper. It's coming out in January and it will have our classic cassava flaxseed crackers, but the two other compartments will have, one will have a sunflower seed butter that is vanilla and maple extract. So it's kind of got a flavor to it, but it's not added sugar. And then the jam is a strawberry chia jam that we've developed. Do you know offhand how many ingredients are in that? In the jam? Well, in the whole thing, in the peanut butter and jelly. Oh, okay. Well, the crackers, you know, the sunflower seed butter has sunflower seed butter. So, and then we spike with a little maple extract, a little vanilla extract, and a little bit of salt. And I think that is it in that one. In the jam dipper, it's strawberry puree, chia, date sugar is what we're using, or date powder. Fave. To give it a little bit of that 
flavor, but I, we're not big fans of monk fruit or any of those replacements. So that's not what we're using. We're using real food. So it's dates mm-hmm. to give it the sweet and then a little bit of lemon juice. That's it. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. all ingredients your body can recognize. So tell me, I mean, most people that are new to clean eating, they they think, you know, of cane sugar and they think sugar or... I did a podcast with Dr. Michael Glorian. I don't know if you listened to that one, but he talks about sugar-proof kids and how there's over 150 names of artificial sweeteners. So mm. something could say no sugar. However, there's an artificial sugar or sugar alcohol that nobody knows. Yeah. Why did you choose date sugar? Yeah, it's a good question. So we've played around with the others like uh, monk fruit. You know, it's something for Lisette and I, we both, again, being moms, we're like, we don't want to look at an ingredient list and see sugar alcohols on here. It doesn't feel good as a parent to see it. It really doesn't. So we've opted and believe me, we've tested lots of different sugars. We've tested even cane. We've, we've tested it. And, and a lot of the times when we do that, we test it with like a regular cane or a regular sugar. It doesn't have that, like, again, you're left with that mouth feel of that sweetness. Mm-hmm. So the date sugar or date powder, what we're using has a really clean palate after you try it. And then a little bit of maple extract is more of like the extracts is very potent. You're using just a bit of it to get that flavor, but you're not actually getting maple syrup, right? Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Mm. So tell me this. Y'all have kids. Mm. Do your kids ever get tired of eating y'all's snacks? I mean, that's part of the deal, right? So yeah. I know. (laughs) Of course they do. I mean, my girls, well, first of all, they're really obsessed with the jam dipper right now because obviously it's new, right? We haven't come out with a new flavor in a while. So every time I pick up, they're like, do you have any samples for us, mom? (laughs) Oh, so cute. We don't have any samples because you guys have eaten them all. Right. But they love the pizza dipper. That has always been their like classic favorite we've always made. But yes, over time they they tire of it and we've got to take a break or whatever. But then they'll come around and they'll love the taco dipper for a little while and then they yeah. will go to hummus for a little while. But yeah, they go on breaks. I mean, it's hard. It is for sure. Do you guys have you ever given any of the snacks to their friends at school for a party or anything? Yeah, all the time. I mean, whenever I'm one of the room parents at school. So whenever there's like a snack they need, I just bring in as much as I can. I would love to see that from a classroom perspective. How is that? You know, it's interesting. So one of the things that Lisette and I always talk about is if you say to a kid, hey, this is a healthy snack. Oh yeah. They're not going to take it from you. Right. We actually don't very rarely use the word healthy in everything we say. And in any of our copy, you're really not going to find a lot of that word. Yeah. So we kind of have always just said to kids, hey, here's a snack mm-hmm. and it's pizza. Hey, would you like one? And so most kids are like, I've never tried this before. I don't know about this. You know, I'm like, okay, no worries. If you don't want to eat it all good, I'll leave it here or take it home. I kind of always approach it with like no expectations, which is kind of a thing. For us as parents, we put so much expectation on our kids about food that the minute you let go of that control and just say, hey, I've got a snack. If you want it, take it or leave it. It's all good either way. They're interested. So that's been kind of like the play that I've seen, especially in classroom settings where kids are like not sure about it. Yeah, for sure. And it's the exposure. I think I play the same exact role when it comes to the food, like never say healthy, never say this is good for you. Although my kids, they can definitely read through the lines with me. But my son is really funny because I will offer often for the class to say, listen, let I want to bring the snack tray today. And my son is like, no way, mom. Like you do not bring any of the good brands. No one's going to like it. They're going to be so mad at me. Like he gets really upset about it. So one time I brought in, what is this brand? I think it's called like Yo-Yo and it's a fruit roll up with a bear on it. Oh yeah, bear. There you go. I love those. Those are great. 
you know, and it's got like four ingredients, got strawberries, raspberries, Mm -hmm. blackberries, and maybe lemon juice. Mm -hmm. And so one time I did actually have a reading the labels lesson with a class. Yes. What I said was just like, hey, everybody, let's take a look at what your snacks are, right? My kid was mortified. Let me, let me remind you. But basically I said, come up here, try to read your ingredients. And it's sad, but it's really true. I mean, they can read, but they can't read their ingredients, right? So they're like reading, they're reading their Doritos, their goldfish, and they get to all these crazy weird words like carrageenan and (laughs) dextrose, and they can't pronounce it. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. And so they go back to their desk. And then I say, okay, let's read this one. And you pass out the clean snack. Let's say it all together. And it's like, they could read strawberries, raspberries, lemon, and blackberries. And it's like, hey, and all of a sudden the kind of the paradigm in their mind shifts right. because they're thinking, wait a second. And what do they do? They all run home, go to their parents. Hey, let's read some of the labels in our pantry. <laughs> and even the parents are like, what the heck is going on at school? Nonetheless, though, my kids told me I could never do that again. They said that was the worst thing ever. Oh but gosh. I was curious to see how Sunny Snacks went with a handful of kids because, you know, a lot of it has to do with their brand awareness. They are- it is, Everything is. Uh-huh. They're conditioned. They are. One time I had my son's soccer party at my house and he wanted canes, which is in the South. It's- Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We've got some here. Okay. Fried chicken, French uh-huh. fries, and then you got your lemonade, sweet iced tea. This is very interesting. I got a bunch of the lemonades in the gallon and I had- two of the gallons out on the counter. Then I had this beautiful clear pitcher on my counter and I poured that lemonade in it. Do you know, none of the kids wanted that clear pitcher. They only wanted it from the Canes pitcher. Yes. And I kept saying, hey kids, it's the same thing. And they're like, I don't know. They wouldn't trust it because they weren't sure what was in that jar. Isn't that amazing? Yep. It's amazing. The power of branding. It is. Marketing, branding, all that stuff. Okay. So where can people get Sunny Snacks? Well, if you let's talk first. If you're in Southern California, you can find them in a lot of grocery stores in this area. So we are a newer brand. You can find us in Air One, which is a very healthy uh, grocery store here in LA. We can find us at Bristol Farms, which is another bigger grocery store here. Lazy Acres, which is a natural food store. And then if you're shopping online, you can find us on Hungry Root, which is does ship nationwide. Hungry Root, I think, gets to most of the U.S., and we're hoping to expand with them to service East Coast customers very soon. And then we also can ship to your door if you order directly from feelsunny.com. Okay. And what I love to tell people is like, hey, where do I find this? Well, go to feelsunny.com, scroll all the way down. There's a button that says Find Sunny. Mm -hmm. You literally type in your zip code, and it'll show you where to get it. If you can't get it around you, Just like Kitty had mentioned, you can grab it from the other places. Also, be sure to follow them on social media at, it's feel sunny or just sunny? Feel.sunny and sunny with an I-E. Yep. Feel.sunny. Follow them on social media and you can see their beautiful packaging. My kids 
do not approve of many clean brands, especially with classic things like hummus and pizza and especially peanut butter and jelly. But I have to say these are wildly kid approved in my household. So I thought I have to get them on the show. I have to tell more people about this because we have so many moms out there with kids that they're trying to implement clean snacks into their life too. So I appreciate you, Katie, and great to see you, Lisette. Thanks, you guys, for coming on so much. Thanks for having us, Jen. All right. We'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Listener.